Welcome to the Mind Body Breakthroughs Podcast, where we bring you amazing guests on the cutting edge of science, health, and business each week to share strategies you can use to get the breakthrough that you are looking for in your life. I am your host, Chris Donahue, and with me is my co-host, Dr. Nevada Gray. We're so glad that you're joining us today, and we'd like to invite you to join our free private Facebook community, Mind Body Breakthroughs. The views expressed on the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast are the opinions of the hosts and guests and are not to be taken as medical advice, as the hosts and guests do not provide medical care. Information provided is for educational purposes only. You should consult your medical provider in relation to your personal health and prior to making any changes in your diet or fitness. You can't fake a great steak. You can enjoy a steakhouse experience a few nights a year or every night with your Auto Wild Grill. Sear in amazing flavor and moisture with 1,500 degrees of grilling perfection. A perfect steakhouse crust every time on your time. Bring your own steak and let Otto take care of the rest. Make your house the great steakhouse in your neighborhood for your family and friends. Dr. Stephen Hussey is a chiropractor and functional medicine practitioner. He attained both his doctorate of chiropractic and Master's in Human Nutrition and Functional Medicine from the University of Western States in Portland, Oregon. He is the author of two books on health, The Health Evolution, Why Understanding Evolution is the Key to Vibrant Health, and The Heart, Our Most Medically Misunderstood Organ. Dr. Hussey guides clients, or health participants, as he likes to call them, from around the world back to health by using the latest research and health-attaining strategies. In his downtime, he likes to be outdoors, playing sports, reading, writing, and spending time with his wife and their pets. Dr. Stephen Hussey, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys doing? We're doing awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's always fun talking to you guys. Well, we're excited today to talk about the heart and dental health. What do you yeah. have for? Yeah, so this is this is a big one. And I I uh you know, I had some dental issues of my own. Like I I um I was trying to get some mercury removed and uh from my from a molar. And they ended up having to drill pretty far and they drilled into the root. And so I ended up losing that tooth because I don't want a root canal because there's, you know, really bad issues with that. And so I really dove into this whole dental health thing for a while, you know, trying to, to figure out how, how best to do this and, and losing a tooth and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I came across some really interesting things. And um, I'll start off by saying or, or bringing up Weston Price. Um, who was a dentist um, and did most of his work in the 30s and 40s. And he traveled around, you know, to uh, a lot of different indigenous cultures and people living traditional lifestyles, and eating traditional diets and studying their teeth because um, he was a dentist. And so he was looking at that. And he found that these people had, you know, very little tooth decay, very little dental disease, gum disease and that kind of stuff. 
we also found that they they had very little um, heart disease uh, and just chronic disease in general. But the curious thing is that what got Weston Price so interested in these things was actually a kind of a tragic story. Um, he um, he had a son, and I, I believe his son was maybe in his early 20s when this happened. Maybe he was younger. I can't remember. But his son, um, at a young age, died of a heart attack. And he, um, and I guess Weston Price, being the very curious man that he proved to be later on, you know, looked in his mouth, looked in his son's mouth. Um, and, you know, he was a dentist, and he was just looking, I guess, to see if there was anything uh, that he could find. And he found that his son had an infected tooth. Um, and I think it, it may have actually been that there was a, a root canal had been done, um, but it may have just been an infected tooth that, that hadn't been kind of detected yet. And so he took the tooth out of his son's body. And for whatever reason, he decided to embed that tooth under the skin of a rabbit. And within two weeks, that rabbit had a heart attack. Um, and so then he took that tooth out, this infected tooth, and he put it into the skin of another rabbit. And then within two weeks, that heart died of a heart, or that rabbit died of a heart attack. And so he did this over and over again, and it happened each time. And so, you know, to me, I'm sitting here thinking, how could this infected tooth cause a heart attack? And so when we start to look at things, um, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of issues with dentistry, and one of them being root canals. Um, and so what happens with the root canals? Like we have an infected tooth, we have a tooth where the tooth is decayed enough that it got to the root. The root became infected, um, and then um, the 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 solution to that, as far as dentistry goes, is a root canal where they drill out the root. Um, but no matter how much they clean out that tooth, um, they're never going to get all the bacteria. And so that's a that's a piece of dead tissue. Whenever you take away the blood supply and the nerve supply, that's dead tissue. And no matter what they do to clean it out, it's always going to be going to have bacteria. And so the problem with that is, is that now you've got this bacteria that's kind of festering in there in the dental tubules of the tooth uh, and even some left in the gum. And and the problem and the bigger problem is, is that now there's no blood supply to that tooth. So it doesn't matter what kind of immune response you have to that bacteria. It's not going to the body's not going to be able to get it um, because there's no blood supply to the tooth. So there's just this piece of infected tissue in your body. And so if you ask any surgeon anywhere if they would leave infected tissue in, in someone during a surgery, they would say absolutely not um, because that's, that's infected tissue. But yet they do it with teeth. Um, and so now this bacteria is leaking into the bloodstream and the body has no idea where it's coming from or at least it can't get to where it's coming from. And so the same thing can happen when people get their teeth pulled, like uh, whether it's a... Um, like a wisdom tooth or just another tooth uh, when they get it pulled if it's not cleaned out properly and the best way to do it from my understanding is with ozone like ozonated water to actually kill all the bacteria then you can still have an infected part of your jaw um, and now that infection there no um, uh, no there's no blood supply to it so the, the body can't fight it off and so there's just this bacteria leaking into the bloodstream and if you actually go to dentists today, like dentists who are like in the know or more holistic or whatever, they can actually test for bacteria in your mouth that they've 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 associated with heart disease. 
there's four or five different strains of bacteria that they can find that are associated with heart disease. Um, and so this, this brings up the whole conversation of, of atherosclerosis and, you know, the cardiovascular um, component of the, or that, you know, the, the artery and, and um, aspect of heart disease and the damage to arteries and the buildup of this atherosclerosis. Because I think that there's been a very myopic view of what causes atherosclerosis. It's been very focused on cholesterol um, and measuring cholesterol in our bodies. And, um, but there's all this evidence that shows that endotoxic bacteria, so bacteria from your body, whether that's leaking into your body from the gut, um, because maybe the dentist was giving you antibiotics to try and prevent infection when they took the tooth out, or uh, maybe there was an infected tooth and they were trying to give you antibiotics or whatever, and they destroyed your gut and that created leaky gut. And so um, that has an effect on the amount of endotoxic bacteria that come into the bloodstream. Or we could have these teeth that are infected that are leaking bacteria into the bloodstream. And this endotoxic bacteria has been directly linked um, through many studies to the formation of atherosclerosis. Um, and I know two guys that have been doing a lot of work on this recently, um, Nick Andre and Nathan Owens um, up in Seattle, who've been looking at this connection. Um, but then the other part of this is that for, I don't even know how many years now, they've been putting mercury fillings in people's teeth. Um, and I've actually, I actually had a client recently who, you know, is eating a great diet. He's, you know, detoxifying everything, but he still had a CAC score, a calcium artery calcification, um, a coronary artery calcium calcification score um, that was high. Um, and we looked in his mouth and he has 11 mercury fillings. And so we, you know, the next step was to get, get these out of his, his body um, in, a, in a safe way because you have to go to someone who does it in a safe way. But there's a study that I shared uh, I believe it was just this week, um, showing that the amount of mercury in someone's body, uh, in their tissues, is directly correlated to the amount of atherosclerosis they had. Um, so what's forming atherosclerosis is not necessarily just, um, you know, these lipids, and I don't think it's doing that at all, but it's these toxins, whether it's toxic bacteria, um, toxins from our environment, toxins that we're putting in our body like mercury, they're damaging the lining of the arteries because that's how the body transports these toxins is through the blood. And so they're damaging the lining of the arteries and then the body is trying to repair that damage. And that's when we get atherosclerosis. Um, and so it's just really interesting to connect all this back to the mouth um, and, and the health of the mouth, whether we're putting toxins in it, whether we have these infections um, and, and, and uh, even, even people with really bad gum disease, that's a link of bacteria getting into the bloodstream because the gums are in such poor shape that it can get into the bloodstream that way. So this is huge. Uh, I think that the health of the mouth is so important for the health of the heart um, because of these links. Uh, and it's, at, and when that's what I go to, like if I'm, if I'm doing everything with a client and we're just not getting the results we want, we look in the mouth and it's just a really important uh, connection to have there. And then what strategies can, uh, patients take or what's being advised um, in the dental space as far as reversing uh, dental disease, if at all possible? Yeah, I think that uh, one of the best things you can do is low carb, uh, get rid of these processed carbohydrates that are causing insulin resistance. And, and you know, what's driving the um, 
the tooth decay in the first place, you know, um, these, these poor quality foods. And I think that it's, people think that it's, oh, the sugar is just rotting on my teeth. And I, and I think that, I don't know that that's exactly what's happening. Um, but I, I, I think that it's the, the lack of nutrients in these processed carbohydrates that's actually leaving the body um, unable to produce healthy teeth. And then the sugar and the bacteria, the wrong type of bacteria on top, just kind of start eroding away at the teeth. And that's when we get cavities. Um, but, you know, Weston Price found that, you know, the, this, this molecule he called activator X, which we now know as vitamin K, uh, vitamin K2, that these people were, all the people that he studied had some, you know, source of vitamin K2 that was essential for depositing mineral minerals and bones, including teeth. Uh, and so if we don't have enough vitamin K, we're not depositing minerals um, and we're leaving our body vulnerable to those, uh, those cavities. Um, but also when we're eating a lot of sugar, we're creating a very bad bacterial environment in the mouth and that's going to drive gum disease um, and drive all kinds of, of, of oral issues. I mean, um, the first, uh, the first signs of any kind of digestive or gut issues um, uh, gastrointestinal issues is, is, uh, imbalances in the mouth. So like I said, there's dentists who are in the know, you know, that'll actually look for this stuff. You have to find the right dentist. Um, but they'll look for imbalances of bacteria in the mouth and, and they're been associated with different, um, uh, uh, problems with different organs and things like that. Um, so I think that one strategy people can find or use is, uh, find a dentist who, who really is into this stuff and is passionate about it. Um, and you can go to, um, there's a website called HugginsAppliedHealing.com. You can contact them and they can help you find a dentist in your area. Um, the uh, Weston Price Foundation was also um, uh, a good resource for people finding, wanting to find good dentists. Um, but I, I can't emphasize that enough. Like find a dentist who is, is into this and will, will treat your mouth with the respect that it deserves, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Doug, this is, this is near and dear to my heart. Uh, for many years, I directed a neurotoxic program at a clinic in Florida and we tested people for mercury, for various heavy metals. And, uh, this was something that we dealt with on a daily basis. And, uh, for anyone that is not familiar with this, I would direct them. There's a YouTube video called the smoking, the smoking tooth. Uh, if they go to that, it'll show not only this mercury get outgassing from these fillings, but uh, x-rays and other scans of animals showing the mercury from their fillings uh, deposited all around their body, in their heart, in their liver, in their thyroid, in their gonad, in their ovaries. Uh, this is a real thing. And then there are ways, there are natural protocols to safely you know, through oral chelation and other means, remove the mercury. So if anyone would like some more information about that, they can certainly contact me. Um, the other thing is talking about the the infectious component. I uh, We were talking earlier before the show, but when I was a child, I had rheumatic fever and, and almost died. And so for 10 years, they put me on oral antibiotics to prevent me getting strep throat which they told me if I ever got it, it would seed my heart and I would surely die. And so, um, of course, 10 years of antibiotic use completely destroyed my gut and I think was a huge part of why I had such bad diverticulitis. Uh, of course, switching to a carnivore diet, it's completely resolved it. It's, it's been, been absolutely amazing. 
But I think that like you're describing so well, it's a two way street. It's the, the oral health is helping the heart health and helping the gut health, but the gut health is also helping to prevent, you know, trouble from these types of infections. So I wonder if you can just talk about kind of the, the two way street aspect and the way that these things are playing together. Yeah, I think that, um, obviously antibiotics are overused in general. Um, and they're, they're actually, I mean, they're life-saving in certain situations, but you know, they're preventatively used way, way too much. And that is doing a few things. One, it's, it is creating this bacterial imbalance in our body, um, in our bodies, because we want to, um, you know, we want to have this diversity of bacteria. And when you kind of wipe it out and carpet palm, um, then the bad ones tend to regrow. But the other thing that it's doing is that it's creating an imbalance uh, in our gut um, that's creating like a hostile environment in our gut. And I've spoken about this on this podcast before that that the gut is one of the main sensory organs to our body that's telling our body whether we're in a safe or threatening environment. And so if the gut is in a hostile state, then we're getting all these signals uh, from our nervous system that we're in a hostile environment and we can that can overstimulate sympathetic activity, um, which can like we said, you know, drive down heart rate variability, which is not a good recipe for, for heart health. Um, and so these, this overuse of antibiotics is, is really troublesome. And then, um, you know, I've mentioned, you know, how bacteria can leak uh, from the gum, uh, the gums, if the gums are, are damaged and, and not healthy into the bloodstream, or if we have these root canals or cavitations, infections in the jaw and things like that, that can leak into the bloodstream. But the other way that we get endotoxic bacteria is from a, a leaky gut, a damaged gut. And that's what overuse of antibiotics will, will cause is, is leaky gut. And so now we have this bacteria, like bacteria is so important. Like it it's obviously drives our physiology to an extent, but it's supposed to be in the right places. And if it gets in the wrong places, that can cause problems. And there's just so much research on endotoxic bacteria and the problems that that can cause. And so, you know, unbeknownst to some of these providers who are, you know, uh, preventatively pre prescribing antibiotics, like these are the, the, the imbalances and the dangers that it, it, it poses. And so that's something I really want people to be aware of because, you know, they have the choice whether to do those things or not use antibiotics when they're needed. Um, but overusing them can be a very a big problem. Yes. And that's a very well-spoken point because there's definitely an overuse of antibiotics in modern medicine, for sure. Thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. And stay tuned for our next episode with Dr. Hussey. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today, Mind Body Breakthrough. Chris and I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend and to join us in our free Mind Body Breakthrough Facebook community where you can start peeling away the layers of everything that's not you so you can be you.